0: Welcome to the Lifestyle First podcast, discussing lifestyle medicine and making self-care as easy as one, two, three. One question, two research reviews, and three actionable health tips, all centered around the Lifestyle First method, your blueprint for the 10 key roots of optimal health and happiness. And now your host, lifestyle medicine physician and coach, Dr. Alka Patel.
1: Hello and welcome to the Lifestyle First podcast. We are on season six, episode two. And the theme in the Lifestyle First method we're exploring today is I, identity. And our one question for today is, how do I know myself worth? So to answer that I would like to introduce you to my guest today who is Lanasi Majee. and Lanasi is from the United States and she's a TEDx speaker with TEDx Lennox Village with her talk Reclaim Your Worth by Sharing Your Voice. Now Lanasi says she serves as the liaison between people and their dream, helping them to cultivate a purpose-focused action plan. She's an author and she provides talks to corporate, government, and nonprofit entities. So, Lanasi, welcome. It's great to have you here.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to have this, this time and this space to share and have this conversation with you about identity. This is such an important topic that I think we need to have more often. So thank you so much for having me today.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm completely with you. Um, so let us see. in your TEDx talk, the one word that is so powerfully repeated throughout your talk is the word worth. So yes. I really wanted to start off by asking you, how do you define worth? What does worth actually mean?
2: Yes. um, Thank you so much. So I really talk a lot about worth and what it means is because it took me such a long time to define worth and to define a value. And so basically worth is what do you value? Understanding your own value, your own worth. When you have something what is it worth to you? When you go to a store, everything has a price tag on it, right? Um, I love this. The, there was a, a commercial by, um, I think it was, um, Master, the, the credit card, Master, Master, Master Mastercard. that's what it's called. And it said some things are priceless, right? But everything else you can use MasterCard. And so understanding your worth is something that I consider priceless. And so when you really take the time to understand your worth does not actually have a price tag on it, it's actually priceless. I think just knowing that and understanding that and taking the time to place that value on yourself, we then move differently, we think differently, we speak differently, and we show up differently.
1: So that's really interesting, actually, because um, you're almost saying that you can't really measure your worth. Um, yeah. And yet I was doing some uh, research, actually, and I came across a tool, a measurement tool, which is called the contingencies of self-worth. It's a, it's a measurement tool to measure your worth uh, devised by a, a team led by Jenny Crocker. And what they looked at was they identified, I think it was seven areas that contribute to your self-worth. And then they used those uh, areas, uh, devised questions, and then you get a score. your self-worth. So some of those areas uh, were primarily around family support, competition, appearance, academic confidence, your virtues, approval from others. And also for those who do believe uh, in religion and have religious beliefs, the seventh area was God's love. So Mm. there is a measurement tool out there. But what do you think then about measuring your self-worth, quantifying what is essentially a quality, of value?
2: So I look at that, um, I wouldn't necessarily use the word measurement. I would use the word defining. So I cannot measure my worth. My worth is not measurable. But people do need assistance in helping defining their identity, defining what, what if you want to use worth, defining their worth. And I would use that tool to help me define that. So based upon, okay, my family support, based upon um, my spiritual beliefs, things of that nature, that's how I would personally use it to, to help me define and understand who I am. Because when you don't understand your identity, when you don't understand who you are, when you don't understand where you come from, when you don't understand your purpose, when you don't understand who I am, what do I like, what do I, then you don't understand your work then you can't, you don't, you, you don't have value to it. You don't even have, you can't even add value to it. Right? And so I wouldn't use the word me personally measure it because there is no measurement to it. Um, however, I understand, I understand the concept um, that they're presenting and I, and I like that. Yes, because we do need tools to help us define and help guide us to understanding who we are and why we are where we're going
1: yeah completely so i think they're all attributes or contributions yes. to your identity to your self-worth mm-hmm. aren't they what do what do you feel are those areas that that you recognize really do contribute to that sense of identity then have you got any key areas that you've been able to highlight
2: um some of the same things i agree just really understanding who you are, understanding where you come from, and understanding the reasons why you think the way you do, the reasons why you feel the way you do. So really, when it when it comes to understanding your worth and value, you really have to understand your identity and understanding some of your history. And so when understanding that, you get a better understanding of yourself. And so... I think we, we all need to spend time. This is not necessarily even tied to, okay, I come from A, B, C, D. Because sometimes, um, like, if you were adopted and things of that nature, you may not be able to find all that information, correct? But you can understand, like, okay, how was I raised? Why do I think this way? Why do I feel this way? So get an understanding of why you think the way you do. Get an understanding of who you are, why you're made up the way that you, that you are. And so then come to the understanding, do I agree with that? Sometimes we just go along with the flow because that's what I was told. Am I just being a yes person? Does that really resonate with me? How do I feel when I say yes to that? is that comfortable for me? So I think it's so important to really understand who we are and why and, and, and why we say what we say. So the number one thing is, is really taking a step back and understanding our who. And then under, next thing I would say is what? What do we do? What is our purpose? Understanding what drives us, what, what we find value in. Um, so really, What are some of your skill sets? What do you enjoy doing? Um, Are you just doing this because somebody's saying you will be great at it? Do you even enjoy it? You know, so really take time out to look. It's really time to self-reflect. And so those are some things that we have to do, understanding our who and our what. And then lastly, our why. Why am I doing this? Why does this um, bring value to my life? How is what I'm doing preparing me for where I'm going? And so if we don't know who we are, we're never going to know where we're going. And so that is so important. So it's very important to start out with the who so we know the where.
1: Yeah, I love the way you connected that. Um, but actually, when you think about it, what often happens is that we we base a lot of our personal worth, our personal identity on the approval of others, don't we? It's uh, yeah. a real connection between what others think about us and then what we think about ourselves. And again, just going back to some of the research that I was reading is that where you're basing your self-worth on the approval of others, you're more likely to have lower esteem, self-esteem and you're more yeah. likely to have a lower mood compared to people whose own self-worth isn't contingent on approval by others. It's just based on your own sense of self-identity. So, why do you think then that we connect our identity so much to the approval of others? Because that comes up time and time again, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I think um, I think it starts really, um, and I can go based upon my own experience, based upon conversations that I had, um, just even at a young age, you know, um, when we start school and things of that nature, just we're taught to sometimes, you know, You don't say that. That's not right. You don't. We're we're, we're taught at a young age versus saying, you know, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. It's okay to um, show up as yourself as long as you're you're saying things in a respectful way. We're more taught to, no, you you kind of keep that to yourself, or no, you can't express yourself that way. You wouldn't. That doesn't look right so we're already taught and framed in a certain way growing up that we have to fit in in order to stand out and so if you even think about the way society is is even grooming us we are already raised to um have identity crisis you know Um, with with the magazines with with social media and, and even in and social media can be very isolating as well when when now all you're seeing is reflections of what people want to show you. Right. And so, wow, their lives look so perfect. It looks this way. And so now we're all suffering with this identity crisis of OK, I didn't reach this milestone at this age because there's now there's this from right, milestones that we should have reached at this point of time. So now there's this comparison. So from a young age all the way through adult, it, it doesn't stop. That's what that's what the thing is, it never stops. It doesn't stop at a child. It goes on to adulthood. It goes on to, you should be married by this time. You should have children by this time. You should be at this point of your career at this time. So there's always this comparison of where you should be, what you should do. So there's always this identity thing of, as a woman, you should do this. As a man, you should do this. As, as, as a woman of color, as this, there's all these different expectations that are set for us where we have not even taken the time to make the expectations for ourselves. And that's where we get caught up in our identity of being where we are, our position, our title versus who we are.
1: So, so very true. You've raised identified lots and lots of key uh, key areas there. So, what do we need to do? I mean, in this whole sea of, of, uh, of needing kind of approval or seeking approval or not really knowing who we are and where we want to go, what are those kind of next steps to, you mentioned right at the beginning, giving yourself space for some introspection and, and space to kind of know who you are?
2: Yeah. How can so, you- I encourage everyone to take small steps, you know, we didn't get here overnight, you know, and so take small steps. And I think being brave enough to say yes to yourself. And so every night do a self-reflection. How did I show up for me today? Ask yourself simple questions. Did I say yes to something that I truly should have said no to? How did I respond today? What was I proud of myself of today? And what areas do I still need to grow in? Mm -hmm. Literally every day we should be doing a self-reflection so that we can evaluate who we are. Mm -hmm. And then I would say also do a check-in about where are you going? What do you like to do in in, in a few months? Think about, okay, where am I at in my life? Is Is this what I really enjoy doing? And if not, like, well, what would I like to do? what do I like to do? I mean, we have to start asking ourselves these questions um, and and be intentional about discovering who we are. And it never stops. It never stops. Just like if you have children, how our children change and they grow. If you're married, that person you marry changes and they grow. You change and you grow. You're not going to be the same person that you were Five years ago. You're not going to be the same person as you grow. So these, as we are developing in our identity, know that your identity will grow as well. And so we constantly have to be asking ourselves and taking steps to constantly grow in our identity and love ourselves and taking that risk to say, you know, yes, it's okay for me not to do A, B, and C. It's okay for me to say yes to me.
1: And what do you think then, based on what you've said, what do you think self-worth gives you? It gives us so much, doesn't it? Yes, it gives us identity, but you could say, well, so what? You know who you are, so what? What is it actually giving us, apart from that sense of who you are?
2: It truly gives us freedom. It gives us a peace. If you want to sleep at night with, with true peace, have true self worth. If you if you want to feel a freedom like you've never felt before, that's where self worth is. If you want to get if you want to have a legacy that lives on, have the gift of self worth and pass that on to um, your children, pass that on to your nieces and nephews, and, and other people that you impact. Pass that because when we live free in ourselves. We, we also then invite others to join us.
1: That is powerful. Freedom and giving freedom as well.
0: And now here is your lifestyle first prescription. Your three activating actions to take you from knowing to doing.
1: Give us some actions to take what are three things that we can go away and and do with immediacy that really will help us to understand ourselves better and take action uh in order to kind of really create and graft that sense of worth and sense of identity
2: yes as i mentioned um in my ted talk um i say action changes things and it really does and the the first thing of action Really, I think is everyone has to decide. And and no matter where I go, I always I just I say that the first action is to decide because when you decide, then that's the first step of changing. Because you can listen to a hundred podcasts, you can read, you can do all that, but the first thing is to make up in your mind and decide, you know what, I'm gonna do this, it's worth it. And so when you make that decision. There's something, there's so much power in a decision and a mind made up. It's just like just someone who is determined to do something. And so the first thing is just decide that you are worth loving yourself and finding out who you really are and embracing all of that. That's the first step. Another step that I would encourage everyone to do again is to ask yourself some questions. Um, One question that I would invite everyone to ask yourself every day is the, the, the number one question, did I show up for myself today and how? Literally, write down how did you show up for yourself? That is so important because you need to see the evidence in how you are showing up for yourself. Because when you write it down and you look at it, you can see, you know what? I showed up for myself. I did this. And that is something to celebrate. We have to celebrate the little steps along the way because, again, we did not get here overnight. Overnight, right? This was a process. And finally, in discovering self-worth, be forgiving of yourself, okay? Okay. Forgive yourself for any past mistakes. Forgive yourself for any future mistakes that you may um, make. I mean, we are human. This is not about perfection. This is about perfectly loving yourself. So again, don't look for perfection. Just look for perfectly loving yourself. And so if if you do those steps, I think that we all can reach a space where we are content and even past content, really, we are really happy with who we are, who we are. So it might start off with content because, you know, this is new. Anything new we're not used to, it can be a little uncomfortable. But the, the ultimate goal, again, is to have freedom in being who you are without an apology and without uh, an explanation. I am who I am, Period.
1: Thank you, thank you, I was going to let that sit for a little while. That was, uh, that was really beautiful. And, uh, and as you say, just act and do those, do those things. Uh, absolutely. And I'm sure after listening to you today and after listening to your TEDx talk as well, I'm sure people will want to get in touch with you. What's the best way to, to reach out to you?
2: Yes, thank you. You can reach me at any social media platform if you just um, look me up, Lenise Leeds. And that's um, L-A-N-E-I-C-E, Leeds, Lenice Leeds. You can reach me there. Um, and you'll be able to connect with me, Lenice Leeds. You can find me, definitely. And I would um, love to connect with you and, and stay in contact. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all of the social media platforms
1: amazing thank you so much i'm uh, i'll put all of those links uh on the descriptors so that people can uh, can find you and find your talk as well um so that really is us drawing uh, today to a close thank you so much and it uh, really thank just you. me uh, to say thank you to you and to wish everybody listening a happy healthy day
0: thanks for joining us on the lifestyle first podcast making self-care as easy as one two three Don't forget to subscribe and share. And we'd love it if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. To learn more or to arrange a consultation, please visit www.dralkapatel.com. See you next time.